0: Alright, Kiss Army. Welcome to the Kiss FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today. I think is into your head. I hope you don't do any damage. This is a kiss-related podcast by the Lord for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 86 and a half of the Kiss FAQ Podcast. <laughs> We were saving that all week.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah, this is this is our, our second attempt. Actually, it's our first attempt at this topic, but uh, obviously last week we did not manage to produce a show. Well, we did produce a show. We just oh, did produce I a show. I managed that, not to produce a show. <laughs> we, just, we just weren't able to share it with you because it was uh, it was missing something uh, somewhat important called audio.
2: Poor so, production
0: on my part. So it only...
2: Only the hortle has got a copy of it. Okay. Only the hortle has got it, a copy.
0: There's only one copy, and unless you give me $10,000, we're going to burn it. I'm sorry, unless you give Lottie $10,000. Yeah, because I have it. <laughs> I have the original. I have the I have the master. So, you know, it, it's just one of those things that happens sometimes, so we do apologize. But, you know, we're back this week. So let's jump into today, which Thursday, August 25th, on behalf of the whole KCVQ family, I think, Wish Gene Simmons the demon a very happy birthday so happy birthday gene don't be uh causing any tornadoes wherever you are and <laughs> i guess that's the other news last night the uh tornado yeah. warning causing a. Uh, I guess it was a lockdown where are they toledo and toledo. it interfered only with the dead daisy sets did not mm-hmm. affect kisses it's not like they were performing and had to stop while they sheltered in place but still you know at least everyone heard- everyone out there was safe um but the show, yeah. I don't know about the surrounding I heard, areas.
3: I heard that Gene Simmons had summoned the uh, the tornado.
0: I am the god of to, thunder
3: to stop the the dead daisies from you know performing any longer.
0: Well, I could have understood if Caleb was still on there wanting to <laughs> stop him. The date, the daisies uh, at least have Krabby singing. And, yeah. uh who's the guitarist? Doug Aldrich. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 pretty good. Pretty good, band. All right, let's jump into today's okay. topic. And today's topic is also about August. I mean, um, who we're going to talk about was born on August the 6th. But his heart's from New York City. Um, it's the 30th anniversary this month of the release of, oh, do I even have it, of Vinnie Vincent's invasion. The uh, I guess it was the second album to be released by one of the non-original solo members followed white tiger came out 85 i guess so yeah. Vinny comes out with his finally august 86 and let's just go initial impressions first time you encountered this stunning piece of piece of ken what about you is it um, <laughs> can pick on well, first.
3: <laughs> voice of reason here. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, uh, I, I did get it, of course, right away when it came out because, hey, you know, it's kiss-related, you know, music, and oh, okay, well, you know, Vince Vincent, you was pretty good. He co-wrote all those songs on uh, on his prior solo album, Look It Up, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> um, S- someone has a bill there oh wow,
3: wow, wow. Um, well a ma- majority of them i guess or at least half of them but uh you know those were so good and you know his I figured well it's got to be pretty good but um, i i did get it and i uh, i remember listening to it and and uh you know the music was good and the thing that initially bothered me was the, the high pitched vocals going on i mean it just full board the whole th- whole way through, I was like, wow, this is, <laughs> it's just, you know, too much." it's, it's kind of like uh, Paul Stanley doing his high pitch vocals in Crazy Nights, you know, it kind of gets old. Um, but, uh, and actually, you know, so that was my first impressions, I was just okay with it, I didn't give it much of a chance, but now, listening back to it yesterday, uh, man, I like it a lot better than I did back then. I really actually enjoy it it's pretty good so so that's how my impression is the initial impression was
2: eh, you know and now is much better
0: now alex i don't believe you had even been born yet when this came out so uh... no
2: i was i was born in 1989 july of 1989 the so 23rd it, so you're you're, sure.
0: to, you're totally post invasion because there was any band by then
2: i am but i was about i want to say 10 or 11 and um, because my dad had this really cool like old suitcase full of like tape cassettes, and he was in the navy, did twenty six years active duty, um, and he had like like tapes from all over the world, and I remember mean, he had like you know like like that's the name like oh Vernon Vincent, I was like hey that's that you know I'm saying like that's the guy with the gold makeup from Kiss right, and he's like yeah that's his uh tape, and he's like yeah go listen to it, and I did, and I was, you know mine was like a tape, so I don't I don't know if there was like much info on the tape instead of not. And I was like, wow, this guy's voice is weird. (laughs) And I wasn't too crazy for it for the longest time. I wasn't crazy for the album um, or any of the material off of it. Um, But then there was this great uh, Kiss FAQ poster that went by the name The Sphinx. (laughs) <laughs> and he was a big vinnie vincent supporter. Oh, yes. so spin, so maybe yeah. like a year or two a year or two ago i actually like you know went and, and like got him off iTunes and and listened to it again and uh definitely found a few gems you know back on the streets of course i enjoyed um uh, the boys are going to rock it like it sounds great but then you get that real guitar solo but um and then uh i like the song baby oh I ended up liking that one too. But, yeah, the first time I heard it, though, I was kind of like, no, he missed it. Missed it by, by a mile.
0: Yeah, I got to hold my hand up and say, in 1986, I joined Columbia House. <clears throat> and. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Explain a bit- that to the youngsters out there. Yeah, well, isn't Alex- that what it was? They sent you the, the stamps didn't they I, I sent in a penny on a thing and i i got i i don't remember exactly like what i got I just, I just remember master of puppets and vinnie vincent invasion and i remember i traded both pretty quickly because i thought they were really atrocious you know no. both of those um 30 years later i i think one of them is absolutely one of the most brilliant pieces of music ever released and then the other one's vinnie vincent invasion um you know it 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 has not grown on me particularly i'm highly biased i really 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 prefer the warrior versions of the stuff that was tinkered with for this tinkered with for lick it up you know boys are going to rock it, it it's great and i i i appreciate it a lot more now I mean, I, I, I'm with Alex to a certain extent on there. That over the years, my, my view of what Vinny was doing and what he was trying to do, it, it all makes a little bit more sense than the 14 year old me who was just like coming in at pretty straight rock and roll at that point. Um, but back then, I got rid of it. I, I didn't like it. I saw the video for Boys Are Gonna Rock, and I it was just laughing my nuts off. It was just <laughs> one of those things. I thought it was just so hysterically pathetic. And a, again, the shrink, the Shrieking. What's another album that came out in 86 that had girls on the back cover? I mean, I mean, look at these pretty things. Um, you know, look, well, look what the cat dragged in was the other one, which I actually thought that was a girl band. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> okay, yeah, Sherlock, I'm not obviously. So, you know, that that was mine. Lonnie, what about you? Your first time, I guess.
4: Um, my first impressions of it was about the same as you guys, and I was I didn't get it in '86. I got it in about '95, '96, around that time frame, and. I got it at a used CD shop for maybe six bucks or something like that when I got it and went home and listened to it. And it, I guess my, my first impressions were a lot like your guys It's just like, no, nah, I well, at least I only spent six dollars on it. I figured, at the time, you know, <laughs> so, like I guess I and I'll, I'll I'll throw it here next to my other Kiss and Kiss related CDs. You know, and it's part of the complete, you know, part of the complete. You know, discography for everybody. And, and, okay, well, I wasted $6. And, and then I didn't listen to it for a long time. And, I, you know, after revisiting it, though, I really enjoy it, actually, now. Um, I, listened to, I listened to it this morning. Oh, that's a cool backdrop behind you, Julian. You're just kind of doing some self-advertising while you're grabbing yourself a beer. And, um, that door. <laughs> and, and I listened to it this morning at the gym. And I was like, well, this is... I, and i really enjoyed it at the gym it was it was with the with the guitars in that and 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 the beat to it it, w- it was a great album to work out to this morning i i really enjoyed it this morning when i was listening to it getting ready for the show and i enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would honestly i thought when i was queuing it up this morning i was like oh is it gonna make my workout really drag listening to this but i really enjoyed it and I really surprised myself as much as I enjoyed it so I I can really say I've d- really done a complete 180 on the initial record from the time when I bought it and listened to it one time and just put it on a shelf as to now I was like you know I, I could see myself listening to it on the way home tonight I re- I really did thoroughly enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I think one of the th- things that I find interesting is looking back at the album is that while the vocals may be over the top, the guitar work is certainly over the top. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's very well produced. Uh, immediately jumps out at me. They did a, a very good job on how it sounds. I mean, it it sounds dated, but it sounds you know perfect for that period. That time, period. Uh, yeah, and, and of that type of music.
4: Yeah, it's over the top, but I mean, it's 1986, and that was that was the thing was Everything to be was over as top. over the top as you possibly could. And yeah, the vocals and guitars are are well over maximum. I mean, but but that's exactly what he wanted. It's exactly what he was shooting for because that was that was the trend at the time.
0: Yeah, I, I love the story of you know he'd been working on a guitar solo and working on it wasn't working. He finally throws the guitar down and pees on sets it on fire and pees on his guitar. <laughs> you know while recording the album I, you know but the songs are, are very the songs are very well arranged and mm-hmm. there's a lot of really good lyric in that and that's you know the stuff that I think Vinnie Vincent really brought to the table with Kiss as a foil with you know how Gene's often I guess accused of having too many cliches or you know little lines Vinnie's able to take those and mold them into something cool with his use of the word so you know that's the one thing that strikes me particularly let's talk about standout tracks alex you know put you put you on the spot because i i gotta step away from my desk for a second you know <laughs>
4: don't leave me in that's charge it. again
0: oh, i'd say uh, <laughs> you're not recording <laughs> <Lottie>. <laughs> okay i'd alex. say
2: for the, the standout tracks for me i really enjoy back on the streets um I like the fact that it did have a vocal, even part of it by Vinny. i say that was probably of my disappointment with the album was the lack of lead vocals by Vinny, um, you know, because if you've heard any of them as I do exist with him, he actually has a pretty decent voice. Um, and I would say I do like um, Baby-O. Um, uh, I think that was a pretty decent track. And the boys are going to rock, actually, the fun track, too, when, when you go back and listen uh, to them. I still remember. I don't remember. Uh, I guess Skipper's track. I, don't, I remember hearing it once on the, the Kiss Room. Uh, it was like the Valentine, <laughs> it was like the, the February episode of like the Kiss Room, like two years ago. And he did like, do you want to make love? And I was like, what a horrendous piece of garbage is this? And stuff. But um, you know, looking back, you know, like I said, back on the streets, baby. Oh, boys are gonna rock. I think are are some pretty good um, stand-up tracks that I like in the end.
0: Good choices. I'm gonna definitely uh, you know, agree with you on Baby O, which fantastic rock and roll song, let alone any of the other things you can say. Lonnie, let's go to some of yours. You
4: know, I really I really enjoyed Boys Are Gonna Rock this morning and I listened to that and, and Back on the Streets, I mean that's you know, kind of a sought after kiss kiss song for the original version of it with the creature sessions, but that's you I mean, it's great on that album as well and you know, I really like "Shoot You Full of Love," and the reason why I like it is because I could see. Mm. Couldn't you guys see Steel Panthers singing "Shoot You Full of Love"?
0: Absolutely. Probably. I
4: mean, that's like that's like the perfect Steel Panther song. <laughs> I mean, I could I was listening to it this morning. It's like, guy, like Steel Panther should just like cover this for their next album because it's like so re- so ridiculous. It's it's perfect for for a band like that, but. Um. But I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, and I was listening to Invasion, and then the siren goes off this morning at the end of Invasion. Like, God, how long is this? And it just keeps going. <laughs> like, if the people that are around me knew what was going on inside my headphones. like, what is this guy listening to? <laughs> but, but no, I think I think Boys Are Gonna Rock, Shoot You Full of Love, and, and um, Back on the Streets are my three favorites. Do You Want to Make Love? I was... I was listening to that this morning. I was like, you know, that's, that's a good song, but I can't, but have you ever, have you ever asked a girl, do you want to make love? I mean, that's the, the, the lyric itself is kind of weird in itself. Cause like, you know, you never, I don't know. At least I've, you never, you don't phrase it like that ever. It's just really, kind of, it's just strange to me. And I was listening to it this morning, but, but at the same time, it's a good song though too, but I, 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 I have good things to say about this, surprisingly.
0: Okay, Ken. Voice of Reason. Go for it.
3: Voice <laughs> <laughs> of Reason. Well, here it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, boys are going to rock, of course. Uh, that's a good, I love that song. That's a great song. Um, and then I really liked, you know, I was listening to it last night, so um, it's kind of fresh in my memory. And I really like No Substitute a lot. Um, I think that's a really good song. We like that an animal. Um, that's another one. I like a lot, too um, And then of course uh, uh, Back on the streets is a real good one, too. So uh, Those are probably my I would say four favorite uh, Dmyla make love is pretty good. Baby. O's pretty good, too. I like that. Okay, sure, um, but uh, Those first four or you know, the first four now, but the the ones I mentioned uh, initially are pretty darn good. I enjoy them.
0: Yeah, back on the streets. I mean, that's a really good song. But would that have been better if they just left it? Vinny singing it, because you know when I listen to that and I hear you know Robert yeah. cuts in yeah. and their voices don't go well together. I mean, it's it's Sorry, it's it's not a it's not a good a good combination. Alex, you look like you got a thought on Oh, it.
2: I just I just. Yeah, I mean, I think there was a demo version with Benny singing it. And so, you know, I, I just, it's weird because it's all super. Benny's voice is kind of very low, very bass, like, I guess it'd be bass. I hope it's bass. I don't know vocals and scales for singing. But then, yeah, he, then he jumped to uh, a guy getting his Ooh. balls, you know, cut off him and stuff. And he's like, he's like, hey, what happened? <laughs> what happened to his voice? And so, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I Vin- think... Vinny's got a really good voice. And what I've just been flipping through is uh, Prescott which I just found that I had, which, uh, yeah. So some visuals and shit and stuff, but, you know, <laughs> continue, continue with your thought that I rudely interrupted.
2: Oh no. Yeah. I mean, I just think, you know, you know, like you just said, Benny's got a good voice. And I think, I don't know, it seems almost odd, at least for me to call the band so-and-so's invasion or so-and-so's whatever. And then they've got minimum vocal, you know, lead vocals and stuff, especially if they have a good voice. I mean, if he had a crappy voice, it would make sense with him not singing it, but since he does have a good voice, I think there should have been at least one track with him, you know, full vocals, or even more tracks. Yeah. I mean, you know, would anybody have bought, you know, Ace Fraley's Fraley's Comet if it was all Todd Howarth? You know, people would be like, oh, I don't this, know, what's up in here, Ace? Jillian,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: I like Todd Howarth.
1: I got the. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
3: todd, he's okay
0: yeah todd yeah. todd's cool and todd is a fantastic songwriter but no one would have given a toss about todd in 1986 no you know in, in a band with ace fairly simple as that you know yeah. and come on i mean what's the story that vinnie had to purchase the invasion name from who was it greg leon <laughs> i mean who <laughs> yeah some so yeah. another another one of the thousand and one um Hollywood guitarist. I mean, he was another one of, like, I guess the Tracy Guns type who had been in loads of bands with people who eventually you know, were important, but you know, Vinny at least had some cachet coming out of KISS, and you know, there's another picture. That's the that's the lineup that does not work. Robert Fleischman, I mean I I think, I discovered Robert Fleischman early on, and his solo album, I mean right after he was in Journey you know, and it was more, I guess, rock and roll instead of upper, well, upper register screeching. So that's that's the real turnoff of the whole thing around Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Um, where was my thought? I can't remember what the... <laughs> Alex, what question did I ask you?
2: You know, were talking about uh, back on the streets, and at least like with Vinny not having a full vocal. If he should have had a full vocal on back on the streets instead of sharing it with Robert Fleischman.
0: Yeah, because and... it changes. And and Lonnie's just sitting there going, "Yeah." <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't have.
4: I don't know. I like it. You know, I don't. I don't really have a problem with it. I think, I think, I think for the time, I can't remember, it was 1986. though and hair metal was really, really becoming or, or what we call hair metal now was really becoming, you know, very popular, not just on rock stations, but pop stations as well. I mean, it was, it was the trendy music at the time and to be over the top, and to be as flamboyant as possible. Look what Kiss was wearing in 1986 with Asylum. I mean, is most the most over-the-top costumes Kiss ever wore. So keep that in perspective when listening to this, because that really was, the trend was, and Alex has a poison shirt on, look what the cat dragged, and Julian mentioned, look what the cat dragged in from 1986, came out the same year. I mean, it, as over-the-top and as flamboyant as possible, Look at what Motley Crue looked like at the time, too.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh. Or even, um, mm-hmm. I think you could find a video of the band Y&T, about, like, 85, 86, and they had, like, pink neon going on and stuff.
0: Yes. Mm. Y&T, the band that had been around since, what, 74, 73? long think, time. Yeah, had gone into that. I mean, that's just... A... Well,
4: and, and Kiss did, too. You know, look at, look at those horrible pictures from, of Gene on the Asylum tour. 86 so oh the the more over the top at the time the better and i think when you take that snapshot and put this album inside that it really fits well but calling your i think i think the biggest downfall of the album to me you guys have mentioned the vocals but the biggest downfall of the album to me is the band's name is the vinnie vincent invasion because unless you were a hardcore kiss fan you probably didn't know who Vinnie Vincent was. Maybe. And you know what I mean? I mean, we, I mean, here, Ken, you knew who he was because you saw the Creatures of the Night sure. Tour. You knew exactly who he was. When sure. the album came out, oh, Vinnie Vincent Invasion, that's like I was not Kiss, you know, he covered all those songs like you were just saying, I'll go okay. grab that. But most people, unless you were a hardcore fan, didn't know who he was. So to call yourself, the, in my opinion, to call yourself the Vinnie Vincent Invasion, the first question people are going to ask, well, who the hell is Vinnie Vincent? <laughs> Seriously. And, and, and it goes back to Vinnie's ego, I think, that, that, well, everybody knows. It goes into Vinnie Vincent's ego that everybody knows who I am, and I'm, you know, his, his self-important vision of, you know, his, what he thinks of himself. So, and that's why he called it that. But I, th- I think maybe if you would have called the band just Invasion, it, it, I think it may have stood a better chance. Or, or Invasion featuring Vinny Vincent.
3: I don't know. Or, or Vin Vin or Vin Vincent. You know, you got like Bon Jovi so much. <laughs> no. You make a play on it. No, it wouldn't work. Actually, no, shooting so well. you down. <laughs> no.
0: No, I, I think you could probably have gone with uh, featuring ex-kiss guitarist Vinny Vincent. <laughs> oh, wait, no, they tried that and got shot down by Gene. Hmm. Not allowed but, to, yeah. not allowed but, to but, mention
4: Kiss. But, but, but I think calling yourself the Vinnie Vincent invasion at the time, I think was, you had too much of a, a feeling of self-importance. And I don't, a, a lot of people don't know who you are. So why am I going to buy, who's Vinnie Vincent? I don't even know who that is. But I think if you were to just call yourself just a generic band name like that, and the music is good. When I mean, we just, I just sat here and talked about how much I like these songs. Well, you guys, and you guys also talked about how much you like certain songs on the album. And let's face it, all songs, all albums have clunkers on them. Well, not all albums, but majority albums have a few clunkers on them. So, <laughs> you know, I, 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 think that's my, that's my feeling. Of why, why it didn't work. But
0: that's just. Me. Yeah, and come on, what did they release as a single? I just held up the pink promotional animal single, or was it Boys Are Gonna Rock? I always forget which is the A-side on that. But, um, you know, you've only got the Boys Are Gonna Rock video. Later on, you've got the, uh, of all the songs, No Substitute, which just, I mean, that just strikes me as a very odd choice for the other ballad, Um, not least that gypsy in her eyes was was i mean if you're going to use back on the streets why wouldn't you have used gypsy at the same time that just strikes me as a, as an odd choice you know for the material that he he chose to use for the album um that little snippet i just played invasion which is you know one of my favorite songs on the album love it with the exception of that f- ending that goes on and <laughs> on and on, and on, and and. on and on <laughs> and not in a good groovy black diamond sort of way yeah. no, so, not group, okay. no. So, or, or what's uh the Def Leppard album that ends with uh, a high, uh, high and dry yeah and one of the sides ends with the, 325 uh, or with or the so Alex you're still awake so what do you think
2: um I mean I think that the name yeah like I said it's, I don't know that wasn't a great name I think like you mentioned just some bad choices and then um i know there's gypsy or gypsy in her eyes and then there's the other song tears which also floats around
0: yeah and um, that's that's uh, 1982
2: yeah and i remember actually i remember one time it was funny i was working at a at a pizza place here and i was in the back like doing the dishes and cleaning um like a, two years ago and they had like the 80s station on serious sexism <laughs> and i guess somebody covered tears but I remember, like, I'm cleaning I'm hearing this song, and I'm like, hey, I know this song. I'm like, man, they're playing a cool, but I'm like, that's not Vinny's, like, version. And and then I, <laughs> I was like, oh, sweet. Like, there was like, a cover version. I had no idea that somebody had went and covered it and stuff.
0: But... Someone you know, had a hit was, with like, it. That was John yeah. Waite had a hit in 84 with that yeah, song. Yeah, John Waite. So, just like, you know, Back on the Streets had been covered before Vinny's band ever came around. But let's think about this album and where it fits into the context of post kiss animalize which of these songs would would best have i I think we've talked about this on a previous episode but since it fits into talking about vinnie and the 30th anniversary of the album today you know let's let's kind of revisit that a little bit and which of these songs do you think are the ones that would have been on an 84 kiss album had he remained in the band are there any that jump out at you animal for me is one that I could just see, Gene,
3: Gene Singer,
0: yeah, Gene, you know, definitely, and, you know, and Back on the Streets obviously was a reject mm-hmm. from Creatures, so, you know, you, you've got two Kiss connections there,
1: mm.
0: shoot you full of love, that's yeah again Simmons. You can see Gene singing that, you you know, innuendo Gene-type song. Yeah, I mean, this is Spinal Tap. This is Gene Simmons. I mean, there are a lot of songs (laughs) on here with kind of like the lyrical uh, little bits and pieces that just go, Simmons, you, you know. You sing. Yeah. (laughs) So which ones kind of jump out at you that you could see a member of Kiss doing and being comfortable with these and perhaps doing better? Ken.
3: Well, I agree with you on Animal. That's when I thought that would have worked for Gene. Boys Are Gonna Rock, possibly. Uh, Maybe it could have worked. I think it could have worked. I mean, what, there's parts of it in there that are from, what, On on the Eighth Day. Mm. Uh, There's that descending uh, part on there. So uh, I can see, meh, Paul could have done that. (laughs) And... uh, uh, I you know back on the streets yes um obviously and they tried it I guess it was rejected like you said um do you want to make love maybe even uh, with with Paul singing that one I could see that working um and I really like, like I like no substitute so I would I would have liked to have heard them do it. maybe just have you know Vinnie was still with them he could have sung that one on the on their animalize album so,
0: that's where I go with that. Young Alex.
2: <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I agree. I think Boys are Gonna Rock. I'm curious because, you know, there is that, is it the warrior version that exists? That's the demo where you have elements of Boys are Gonna Rock and Will Be we Coming On The Eighth Day. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm curious if, you know, maybe they might not have done it because they might have been like, well, we did not like that part of the song. That's why we changed it to make and On The Eighth Day. So, but I could have seen it. Um, I agree, Animal... I mean, I want to say I think that guy, the Sphinx, was busy saying that you know the song "Animals" behind the inspiration of the title "Animalize" on on the uh, message board and stuff. So I don't know too much if there was truth to that or not, but that was his little uh, dog that he was trying to throw out there. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, back on the streets, I would have, you know there's the rumored version of the uh the creature sessions so i would have loved to have seen that one come out i think that would have been you know one of those ones to go hey you know what let's let's do this song um and i think baby O, I think baby O would have been a good one um i'm curious that I, I would see i could see paul doing it i could see them not doing it at the same time with the o part just because you have the intro to heavens on fire with the um The interest I could see them maybe not doing that just because of they want to want to have I guess two songs sounding like the same. So,
3: hey uh, Alex, didn't the Sphinx also say that uh, Baby Baby O was you know the precursor to the Justin Bieber you know song?
2: I think so. I think so. I I don't
4: remember all the Sphinx had a lot of (laughs) songs.
0: Yeah, didn't didn't I ban him? I believe so.
4: well i think you know that obviously animal would work well for gene i really think that do you want to make love would really work well for paul also um i mean they're shoot you full of love i you could totally see gene doing that it's a total innuendo gene simmons tongue-in-cheek type song that that and that formula had worked well for kiss prior and it's worked well since Boys, you're going to rock. You know, I could, I could see Paul doing that. So, And I, I think a lot of these songs would have worked well. And, and it's really unfortunate we didn't get a chance to, to, to experience that because I, I think that it could have made for a much better 1984 Kiss album than what we ended up with.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, how, you just replaced Gene's yeah. songs on that album with... You <laughs> <songs>? <laughs> and,
4: you, and you're golden. Give, give Gene a co-write on one of them if he changes a lyric around, you let let him be happy about it, you know? Mm. But I, I think that you could have really ended up with, with a much better 1984 because album. I mean, granted, the album sold well because of the hit Single Heavens on Fire, <laughs> but had you had... We talked about... I just, I just mentioned this the last a minute ago that you know there're a lot of crappy songs on a lot of albums had you replaced some of the crappy songs on Animalize with some of these Vinnie Vincent co-writes with Gene and Paul to sing you could have had a fantastic follow up to to look it up and maybe have propelled the band even further than than where they were so but you know I think, but you know like I said I think there's several songs on here that would work well for for Gene and Paul singing and to me it's unfortunate that egos or um, your um, insanity gets in the way sometimes and things don't work out maybe the way they could have.
0: Yeah, just thinking about replacing gene songs, you could have gotten rid of logs and fireplaces and replaces it replaces well, with, with songs what, you like Candy song? Candy Canes and <laughs> Pleasure Whip Me Blind. I mean that, that, you know that's that's where I mean You know, that's where it seems to be like a poor facsimile of someone trying to write like Vinnie Vincent or, like I said earlier, where Vinnie Vincent comes in and takes a Gene idea and says, Gene, that's just really dumb. Why don't you say it this way? Oh, okay. You know, because Come On, Break My Candy Cane isn't exactly up there either, but I think it comes across a lot better in the Vinnie song than, you know, Gene's fireplace. Jesus Awful. Awesome. Yeah. It, you know, sometimes it's tough to be a Kiss fan. All right. No, but I,
2: I, think, I think I want to say, you know, you look at almost how Gene and Paul, I feel like, were able to have some control over Vinny, and he kind of wondered they could have kept that with Animal Eyes, because, you know, you hear how great Creatures is, um, and I think a lot of people can agree Creatures is better than Lick It Up, even though Lick It Up did better than than Creatures did, and and you kind of wonder, you know,
0: Not if to could have me. been more successful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're starting to lose
1: you
2: <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> but I know I'm just thinking like you know I'm curious if they would have had some more rain you know Kiss had the rain on Vinny and stuff but then having some of Vinny's good songwriting that he was able to do because I mean those you know you look when you jump a little bit later to Lonnie's all-time favorite Revenge with the songs that Vinny contributed with and, and they had some gold golden gems there
0: so yeah, but maybe, you know, Vinny just was too expensive it, in, in terms of the drama, in in terms of, you know, well, they don't have to pay him any royalties now, at least, but, you know.
4: All right. Well, yeah, and they already had one guitarist that they are experiencing a lot of drama with, and do they want to continue down the road with a replacement guitarist with a lot of drama? In a different way, of course, but still. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm you know instead of having a, a team player so and that's you know what they ultimately ultimately ended up with with Bruce Kulick as the ultimate team player
1: yeah.
0: right so when we're talking about August and we're talking about Vinnie Vincent August is also not a very good mo- uh, month for his history he's got his birth he's got the release of his probably his best solo album and then he's got the final show of the Vinnie Vincent Invasion that occurred in 1988, Celebrity Theater, I think it was. Um, so he, he finished up August the 26th, was his final, tomorrow, 30th, 28th anniversary of the final show of The Invasion. So let's talk about album number two. All Systems Stop, which I think is unfair because I absolutely love this album. From start to finish today, I take this album over the first one because, really? Oh, absolutely. In terms of Mark Slaughter singing, it's far better suited to the material. And if you listen to the version of Shoot You Feel a Love, Recut with Mark,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: he's going into Shriekyville a little bit on there, just like Robert did, but I think his voice and delivery is better suited to the material. But when you when we talk about all systems go i I just find it highly melodic it's great melodic rock simple as that it's moved away from the glam obviously they did change their image they put on jeans and did the same thing every other act in hollywood did after that period of they um took those wardrobes back to goodwill and got rid of them um but i I think the material has come along and i think Vinny, the songwriting has it's it's a quantum leap ahead of where he was even if he didn't get to have all his guitar in the album that he said he wanted but you know having heard rough mixes and all out of it i don't see really what's missing i just find it a much better balanced album musically a much better balanced album lyrically and it's just full of really good songs i mean they're all a little bit dated just like the other album but uh ken thoughts on all systems go. I mean, do you, did you see it as an improvement over the first album, or did you see it as a, a losing the plot?
3: I'm sorry. You hear me? Okay.
1: Hear you, Hello, London. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is um, um, Mr. Floyd. Call, Mrs. Floyd calling for Mr. Floyd. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, I like the first one better, even though I do. I agree with the vocals um, on the set on the second one it was you know, more in tune with what I would like to hear vocal vocalize. Um, but, uh, what's that? Oh,
0: all access all pass. Access pass. photo pass to the last show.
3: Oh, okay. Lucky Excellent. You. Um, but, uh, yeah, the second, the second one, I, it just kind of, I was kind of listening to it and I, I just can't get into that one. Um, there's some okay material on it, um, but I think he just, Vinny just went, went overboard with everything on that thing. Um, and the first one is least, you know, it's more uh, controlled, if you want to call it controlled, but uh, the, the, the next one is, is mayhem as far as I'm concerned, and, and I don't really like it that much. I really don't. I just think it was unfortunately not an improvement over the, the first one.
0: So it's if KISS has Crazy Nights and Vinnie Vincent Invasion mm. is to Crazy Nights, as Hot in the Shade is to All Systems Go. I guess moving away from Highly Polished, Over the Top down to Ho-Hum. <laughs> Bad analogy? Yeah. Does that Does Yeah. sense? Are you going? What the hell is he talking about? Having
3: <laughs> I see where you're going, but um, shoot, I don't know. To uh,
0: There's Paul here on my show. I, I love that now.
4: <laughs> shameless,
0: shameless self-promotion.
3: I don't know. It just, it just got too much. To, I think too much thought. All right, was went into went into the second album. Uh, just instead of just kind of, you know, getting getting in there and. And you know, record these songs, and you know, uh, more of a live fashion, and just you know, you know, go go go, get them out, and not keep going back and redoing them, and and trying to get that perfect solo or whatever it may be.
0: All right. So hold that thought on overthought. Um, Alex, when you first experienced this album compared to the first, how do, how do you kind of figure?
2: Uh, yeah. I thought it was better. I thought there were some better tracks, at least for me. I mean, I like "Love Kills," "Naughty Naughty," and "That Time of Year." And so I, you know, I was like, "Oh, these ones are a little bit better." I felt like it was a little bit more tamed. Um, but at the same time, there were some songs I was like, "Yeah, I I can do without those songs ever again." <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess for me, like, I could almost take like a few songs from the first album, a few songs from um, All Systems Go and make one CD and I'm content and, and call it a Vinnie Vincent album. And I'd be all right with it. Um, but I did feel like there was a little bit more control, I guess, um, or I guess taming of the guitar solos on this one a bit. But
0: Yeah, I mean, I could go through life never hearing Ecstasy again and quite being quite happy to never hear ecstasy again (laughs) i mean if if there's one song on this album that i utterly dislike then that would be it but ashes to ashes pure very very solid i think my favorite song of the album is burn i like let freedom rock Um, Mm -hmm. but you know even the ballads I, i don't think the ballads on this are as good as on the first album obviously it's hard to put anything vinnie wrote near back on the streets and deeper and deeper is certainly not that time of year i never liked i never even saw the video on mtv back in the day so that wasn't one i was aware of the only thing i ever saw was the love kills freddy krueger uh video lonnie
4: you know it's i like the original album better than this one um yeah there's some songs on here that i that i like i like ashes of ashes And Love Kills and Let Freedom Rock are probably my favorite ones on there. But to me, it doesn't have the feel. And I know we just talked about how the first one's so over the top guitar-wise and vocally. But to me, that's almost what I want of Vinny Vincent on. I want it to be a little over the top like that first one is, though. Because that's kind of who he is. So to me, it kind of loses a little bit that it's it's of what I was what I'm looking for anyway in, in a Vinnie Vincent record. I mean, there's some good songs on here. Um, but in comparison, the first one for me is heads is 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 much higher ranking than, than this one. So but I mean that, but I like I said, I, I like Ashes Ashes, I love I like Love Kills. Freedom Rock Love Freedom Rock that's a great song to listen to over the summer and stuff, you know, you're out barbecuing or something to good Song to put on your summer mix list or something. So, but I enjoy it, but just not as much as the original.
0: Let Maybe Freedom Kiss
4: Rock. The freedom, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, instead of Crazy Crazy Nights. That's like Vinny saying, <laughs> you want to write a song like that? This is how you do it. You know, so it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like Vinny's response to Crazy Crazy Nights, Let Freedom Rock. Oh, wait. Is it Kiss oh, okay. doing a Freedom to Rock tour? Oh, was, yeah, yeah, a perfect, was, perfect, I perfect I song before, to throw. In, I was
4: listening to the Let Freedom Rock. Around, I guess it was around the 4th of July or something. I was listening to it. And my wife goes, well, Kiss isn't going to do this on this tour. Paul can't sing like that anymore. I'm like, well, first of all, that's not Paul's family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She goes, oh, well, I figured Freedom Rock that's a tour. No, sorry. It's good. It, I appreciate the effort. Yes.
0: So you better hop on Twitter later and say, "Paul, why aren't you seeing Freedom Rock?" This? <laughs> it's a good way to get banned. It, it was it was my oh, favorite man. song on your Ashes to Ashes album.
3: To piss
4: him off. It's a good way to get blocked.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you're pretty entertaining. Though. So do you have a do you have a favorite song on there that? that you could actually pick, other than, I guess, let Freedom Rock. Ashes Ashes. Yeah. Good choice. So, poor Vinny. Still nowhere. Do you think he's got it in him to do, and would you want, you know, people are talking about how Paul's been toying with the album, with the idea of doing another Kiss album, and some people immediately chime in, well, if it's the final Kiss album, why don't you get everyone you know, who's ever been in Kiss and is still around. And um, I, I don't really want to talk about that too much yet. But do you think Vinny has any relevancy now? Do you think he could put out any music and anyone other than maybe us four and a couple of other podcasts would care? <laughs> because even Kiss fans don't seem to care about him now. There seems to be a, an, an utter love-hate relationship that is generally mostly hate and derision. Towards him, does anyone think that he could be relevant as a musician, considering the amount of really good music he has written? ken
3: well, I think you know, Kiss fans would take notice of it. Um, I think if he did do something, I would like to see him sing, uh, him be the you know lead singer of the songs, right? And there's something right there yet you're flashing. So um, I, I, I would just rather you know him do it. I, I don't know. Where he is now, of course, or I tell you. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I would. I'd probably. I'd probably pick it up because you know I know he is a good songwriter and a you know, a, a brilliant uh, guitarist and a pretty darn good singer too. So I would. I would. You know, try it.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's been tinkering around. Well, it's been twenty years since Euphoria, and. Mm i i found i didn't have a copy of that still i I mean i was kind of embarrassed yeah um don't be embarrassed because that's really bad no (laughs) no 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 i love that stuff really yeah i I wish that whole album would come out because you know all of that stuff that circulates um what is it rocks on fire i have always 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 loved that song truth nuke it shocker you know and then of course Wild Child and Euphoria and all that stuff that came out on the EP. I was so 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 looking forward to that full-length album coming out, and we got to hear some of Cock Teaser and um, what's it, Brainsaw I think it was, or you hmm. know th- there there are a couple of other like snippets that have leaked out over the years. And it, it is I mean it's back to the first album over the toppishness of guitar over guitar over guitar i mean it's it's like a schizophrenic soundtrack of guitar wars mm. yeah so i i would absolutely you know that's not new music but i would love to hear yeah. where Vinnie vincent is in 2016 musically does he still even pick yeah. up an acoustic does he still sit there and noodle around for an hour you know does he play because somehow i don't see him going back and playing the solo to boys are gonna rock you know is he creating is he writing what's he writing how's he evolved has he gone country i mean there were rumors years ago that he was you know secretly writing as a country you know country and western writer well you know if he's gone that way i mean hell bon jovi went that way and you know Def Leopard went that way, and I I put up with it, and 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 at least listened to it and gave it a shot, even if it's not my my thing, you know. But what is what is Vinny doing? It, it it's, it's kind of depressing because there's so much talent there. Alex, would you like a new Vinny Vincent album? And and if you like, and if you would, what would you want?
2: I'd like to have a new Vinny. You know, Vinny reminds me sadly so he doesn't get the praise, but he reminds me like Sid Barrett. Mm. Uh, the original single of Pink Floyd, just kind of off. And I think, um, you know, they got like a song, Shine On You, Crazy Diamond, you know, that's kind of like towards, I guess, you know, Sid Barrett. I feel like the same with Vinnie. He's, he's this kind <laughs> of crazy diamond guy. Um, I'd love to hear something, even if he just did an EP, even if he just came out with four songs, and and even if he did, you know, how does this camera go, hey, you know, like this is what I've been up to, this is all new material. Um, You know if you're looking for the invasion stuff that's not what this is if that's what he goes you know he might go the invasion route but if he goes with the more mellow acoustic stuff just say hey this some of the stuff i wrote um you know maybe sorry i've been away for so long but i hope you enjoy it you know and and just do four tracks do it through itunes you know it doesn't have to do a cd or anything like that you know just do it through itunes or um even just two songs on his website. Does used to have a website? TM One, you know, or Meredith. But um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Meredith in Department A. Anyway.
2: You know, but yeah, I'd love to hear what he's got. And like you said, you know, even if he's gone country or um, whatever, I'd just love to hear it.
0: Yeah, I don't care if he's gone totally pop into like Bieberville. You know i don't care i would like to hear where where he's gone where he's been and where he's going simple as that i mean we know he knows how to do itunes because he got euphoria up on there so there's absolutely no excuse really for you know not being able to release something other than perhaps the supreme court thing um and royalties and money all relating to his failed suings of kiss um mm-hmm. so who knows how much harm that caused him economically you know it's it's certainly i, I mean you know i just can't get over the, the 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 thought of if you think of how diverse his material is in the period before and after kiss running the gamut from rock and roll into shriek metal you know heavy metal from where he was in the 70s with hard rock um he was doing sessions for guys in blood sweat and tears you know jazz he was doing r&b stuff mm-hmm. with uh black satin and the hitchhikers and you know he was cutting that novelty stuff with uh you know tommy rock which you know that 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 stuff's pretty cool but and what's the other one oh yeah happy birthday usa and the exorcism of carsnicks or whatever the fuck that thing that B side <laughs> is i mean you know vinny 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 is like bruce in that you know their before and after histories are are very broad and diverse in terms of the the music that they've done. You know what should Vinny have done in '89? You know, did he miss the boat? You know, did he disappear?
1: 89.
0: Yeah. You know, after his band fired him and formed Slaughter, you know, should he have immediately put together another band and gone out and done something, or 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 what? I mean did he did he surrender too easily i mean ken you were actively following the band back then you know yeah
1: did you,
0: did you know well first of all let's step back to all systems go were you aware of that album mark slaughter and all that history and stuff when it came out or did you just see a new vinnie vincent album and say oh i better get that
3: uh i didn't know the the real history of it uh um except after you know slaughter was formed i you know i realized it you know what happened you know what happened there um but uh i didn't i wasn't too aware of it um i was just expecting you know another video album to probably happen so but what should, was the question but, but, <laughs> but the answered the
0: question but should he have immediately yeah. put together another band well
3: yeah I, I i would have thought he would have just continued um whether you know keeping a Vinnie Vincent invasion with new players or or just you know starting over and you know new band name maybe that's not even doesn't have his name in the title um just a, a band name and and get some uh you know good musicians out there i'm sure there's always guys leaving drummers leaving other bands and this and that you you get maybe he could have gotten Eric singer who knows at that time uh, to be his drummer or something like that, uh, you know. So, yeah, I would have, have hoped to, he would have continued and created a new band.
0: Yeah, I mean, at, at that point he'd already had two singers, so it's not like change yeah. was something that he couldn't he couldn't cope yeah. with. I or, mean, or
3: he could sing himself too.
0: Yeah, right. It
4: wasn't like something.
0: It wasn't like losing a
4: singer wasn't something he couldn't overcome at the time. He's already you know crossed that bridge, so you know it, it's disappointing that at the time he just almost calls it a day when yeah. when you know the bandmates you know quit on him or fire him or whatever and, and form slaughter and it's it's really a shame because at the time he was still young enough too that he could still go out there and make some noise and try to you know he had obviously julian talked about the talent and the talent is there that he could could have came up with something and you know, is it going to sell out arenas? No, probably not. But it, you know, it, it could have made some noise and and we could have gotten some enjoyable music out of it. And the problem is, is at this point, you look at how well some of and I don't want to criticize Ace fairly, but you've looked how how some of the Ace albums have sold, and okay and sit look at that and do you think of any Vincent albums is going to sell as well as an Ace Frehley album or even close to what an Ace Frehley album sold? No I chance. don't think so. No chance. Not a chance. No, exactly. So I mean, like you said, how many people are really going to purchase it even on even on iTunes? Outside of the people on this podcast or other podcasts around Kiss related podcasts and avid Rabid Kiss fans. Other than that, look at how the Kiss albums even sold. Look at look what Monster sold. I mean, really? How many people, if, if, and I'm not trying to criticize Kiss, but if Monster sold that much, how much is a Vinnie Vincent solo album going to sell?
0: Well, you only need. And Monster,
4: came, and Monster came out four years ago, too. And a lot has changed in four years with the way people listen to music.
0: Yeah, I mean, look at how the monster sales had dropped compared with Sonic Boom, which was three years before that, and then That's extrapolate true. down to now, I mean, you could probably sell 939 copies of your album, and be number 10 on the Billboard charts that week, <laughs> you know, it's gone are the days where people were selling 200, 300, 800,000 copies, it, it's just... You know, there's no industry left, but what could Vinny do? And you know, number one is iTunes, number two is you know, direct sale. Well, maybe that's not such a good idea for Vinny, but uh, (laughs) you know, uh, CD Baby. You know, so he can put the people's minds at ease when doing that transaction that they will be indeed getting what they order. Uh, You know, there's probably a certain amount of baggage left over from Archives. You know, I kind of joked about it there a little bit. Um, You know, that Archives was a big clusterfuck that people did not get the product that they paid for. And no doubt that's kind of weighed on him and his his ability. But, you know, he, he doesn't seem to want to have anything to do with KISS fans which one can kind of understand from one perspective. But look at Ace and Peter and how much money they probably make just sitting down and signing autographs for a day. If he could get over that hurdle, you know, and at least get back out there a little bit, he might find himself feeling a little bit more, you know, comfortable with the whole idea of doing something for the fans. Or he's simply in no state whatsoever to do anything kind of sad and you know every time yeah. we talk about vinny we kind of end up you know with the <laughs> is he okay kind of question
4: yeah well the last picture we saw of vinny was that mugshot i think from a few years back 2010 2011-ish and he didn't look really good yeah. that was and that's five six years ago
0: yeah so but, but, Julia, but i mean i haven't seen
4: a picture of him since then as you have you guys
3: no no, no no And enjoying like you said uh, i mean i hope he's maybe under a different name uh, you know that's fine and that is maybe in nashville writing music for anybody uh, just as a writer there's a lot of writers out there that you know in, in nashville that, that's all they do
4: it's right for those um, country stars
3: they write for the other star is yeah and it's not even just country you know it's even pop stars you know yeah. be writing for so um you know I, he's good enough that good i think that he could uh sustain a career of uh, just doing that really seriously
1: we'll, um, we'll,
0: I, we'll write songs for food
3: he could be you know what he could be a a, a, a guitar teacher but you know you know that's a, that's a possibility i you know and, and speaking of that i had watched that video today of you know that one where he does the the training video that he had put out um metal tech. and he's he's showing and and I was thinking i was thinking i'm watching that and i was like oh my god and he's just, he's just he's just blistering through all this stuff and If I was there trying to learn, i was like, oh, I would have thrown my guitar away. (laughs) So forget it. I'm never gonna be able. This is never gonna happen. It's like, like I can't do that. Kidding me? It's like, oh my god. Anyway.
0: Yeah, I I love BattleTech because I I look at some of the shit he does there and I'm like looking at my fingers and going, I'm sorry, my move. My brain doesn't operate all five of these independently while (laughs) while still breathing at the same time. Exactly. Gonna be able to do one or the other, and usually pass out on the floor. It's uh, you know, <laughs> you know if, if he's it's if amazing. he's if he's teaching guitar, I hope he's not going a, you know d, g, because that would be just so soul destroying. Oh my gosh, yeah, it, no, it, it or would That come. would be
3: for him to be that slow. <laughs> it would kill him. There's no way he could do it.
0: You know? No, you put this finger on the third string on the third fret. <laughs> Listen, he'd be a
4: mean guitar player i mean mean guitar teacher he would have no patience for as talented as he is as quick as he is i think he'd be out of here yeah another I, I, think kid. He'd be, I think he'd be brutal oh. what are you doing
0: but what i think people? i think we're overdue for something new to leak from Vinny. you know maybe some of the hunter demos or the younger generation stuff i I think that stuff needs to come out, and, and one thing I was following on eBay was Central High, which was the school that he went to in Bridgeport, Connecticut, used to put out an, a record of its talent show, of songs that would, be, uh, of performances that recorded at the talent shows, and one was put out in 67, 68, I think 66 was the other year, and it would raise money, and the 67 one, which... He did perform at that talent show. They didn't include anything from him on the album, and I found it. No, I, I I you know, I, I never did manage to get a copy of that record. So, you know, if you if anyone out there sees Hootenanny Central High LP on eBay, you know, pop up for sixty seven. It's the one with the red cover. Um, you know, you can usually see the 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 credits and everything that's on the on the back. You know, but surely the, you know there must be some early vinnie vincent stuff that people are sitting on you know whether it's him performing with little anthony the imperials because he apparently went on tour with them in 74 i think there was a story uh, you know his guitar got stolen or lost at the airport of black les paul or something um, and then of course the stuff from the sixties which is is really kind of fascinating with the bands that they actually opened for you know it it would just be great to hear some really really old vinnie vincent stuff Older than the Happy Birthday USA stuff, which right now is, I guess, some of the earliest, and you know, what is it? That other R&B stuff I mentioned earlier. So, Alex, would you go and see Vinnie Vincent if he was signing autographs at an expo?
2: Oh yeah, I'd like to get something of his. You know, I've I've got um a few you know signatures from the you know the original lineup and Bruce and um and Tommy. I'd like to get something from Vinnie. Be it a signed thing. So i'd take a guitar pick if i you know if he made some guitar picks in just same those out instead of signing stuff um i was happy that he kind of followed through with those t-shirts he did a couple of years ago and stuff but you now i remember one time when he had his website i sent them an email because they were doing the t-shirts and i was like i don't want to spend 75 bucks on a t-shirt and so i wrote them and you know it was like hey you know is, is he gonna do any signed photos and they respond in the back with like, yeah, send two hundred dollars, you know, for like an eight by ten. And I'm thinking,
1: um, oh,
2: are you gonna like, are you gonna give and me and like send a, send and, a-
4: send, and send a prayer along with it that you actually get it in return? Send a sharpie. Yeah, to <laughs> those, like, <laughs> yeah
2: you know, you, you're thinking like, well, if I'm paying two hundred bucks, does that include like, you know, your two albums, the invasion albums, and the EP? You know, not even unsigned, you know. the is going to hand-deliver it to me? Yeah. That's so. a problem give, me a, give me a phone call for five minutes, you know? I mean, if it if it had been like a 8 by 10 and a phone call for five minutes, then yeah, sure. But, uh,
3: yeah, you got a little greedy there.
2: <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's funny. I was thinking, like, you know, when I remember I was kind of a punk, and I was thinking, like, you know, if, if he is going to do, like, a signed thing for, like, that amount of money, let me see if I can find it. I just had it here earlier. <laughs> like if he if you know if I could pick what photo they get signed for 200 bucks and I would have been like oh
3: no, the no. That's, that's the oh no, yeah. no no security uh, I would have you know I would take uh, like lick it up that if yeah, I was no. going to get some song yeah. I would have yeah. lick it up yeah, that one
2: up, but there was there was a pretty cool photo of Vinny in the the box set the booklet like with a, I think they're talking about like war machine and stuff there's a cool photo of him and that in the kiss box at Brooklyn, you know. So, you know, did I miss an opportunity? Maybe. Am I upset about it? I, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, um, he has a chance. You know, if, if if he's hurting for money and stuff, you know, okay. he, he knows he knows what to do. People pay to, you know.
4: Yeah. Ace and Peter so, clean up with those things when they do
2: that. I mean,
4: yeah, I've that's I've that's met good. Ace. I've met Ace Adam at. At a couple like horror movie conventions that have come to town, and I've traveled to Chicago to to meet Peter. And at forty bucks a pop for an autograph, or eighty dollars for a premium album, premium item, or Ace Frehley five what is it like three hundred dollars to sign a guitar or something? Hey, Vinny, you could if you need some cash, you could you could clean up. And I and I think like when. Peter did those, like, Peter did some like, right when his book came out. And we drove to Chicago to go see him because, like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to meet Peter Criss ever again. So, we went and drove up there to, to get him, you know, to meet him and to get him to sign a few things. So, I think that if they were to do something like that, I mean, I, I'd drive from St. Louis to Chicago to go meet him and get a few autographs. And, even, and I, I think a lot of people would, too. But, is but, he willing to is he willing to do that obviously but he, he will not
3: drive two hours to the kiss show that has happened recently
4: oh yeah
0: that's true <laughs> but, are, are, you know, are, are you are you full of regrets Lottie? are you are you, <laughs> of you? Yeah.
4: Um, somebody somebody asked me on Facebook the other day well did you go to the show in Springfield the other night and I said no I'm yeah, I'm sure you're probably a little disappointed in me, and I'm a little disappointed in myself, too. <laughs> and, like, some of my friends saw it, and like, comment, like, I can't believe you didn't go. <laughs> like, no, I didn't go. You know, I, I managed to buy some expensive Guns N' Roses tickets, and I was not able to um, talk my wife into another concert trip a month later, so...
3: You'll you get over it because I I remember passing up Aerosmith uh, Kiss, uh, yeah. So and it, I guess part of it is I didn't want to see Fair thing. I didn't want to see well no no he I didn't want I didn't want to see Kiss opening up for anybody else. Sure. I thought that was sacrilege, so <laughs> I wasn't. See your boy. My other reasoning there why I wasn't going to go. You
0: know. Oh, you've offended Alex.
3: Sorry,
0: Alex. Yeah. Did you you just, get your Aerosmith pants. You, you just insulted Aerosmith. <laughs> <Eris> <laughs> Screw you guys. He's, he's like, Yes, Alex, we're nearly done. Oh, no, no. So, no
4: sorry, sorry to
0: bother you. <laughs> You've stayed awake the whole show. You've been such a good guy today. Thank you. Mar- Thank you. Married life obviously suits you.
2: Oh, it's doing pretty good. It's pretty good. But I would say, back to at least the Vinny at the Expo, you know it's funny because when he when you hear the fans that went to the expos that he participated at they mm-hmm. said he was rather i mean except for some of the later the, the last ones he did but the other ones he always said he was really good with them and you know like it was nice they got to meet him get a picture and he signed the stuff of course towards the end it's when he went a little different with his thought process and um but yeah i wish he'd do something like that. I, I flip i'd wish he'd you know, I gotta say, I was really mad with Decibel Geek with the little April Fools' joke they did. It wasn't even April Fools. It was like March, you know, 29th or whatnot when he did it. When it was like the exclusive Vin- Vinny Vincent interview. you have
3: Vinny on there.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I mean, who would not like to interview Vinnie Vincent? But who's gonna pay ten thousand for the privilege with all the garbage that probably goes with it? I mean, I, I think uh-huh. if, if Vinny is in any state mentally you know, emotionally, physically, everything, you know, to even want to be out there, which he obviously is not at this point, mm. then the the signing of autographs at expos is a really easy way of doing things. I, I One thing that did kind of come to mind with the European Expos mm. is that a certain amount of his behavior there possibly was simply a result of him being in Europe and knowing that he was 5,000 miles away from home, and if he split... You know, he kind of had them over a barrel to a certain extent, and mm-hmm. they, were, they were going out of their way to kind of please him. He also knew that if he did get on a plane and go back to the States, that what could they do? Whereas if he's in the States and he misbehaves, you know, that someone can come and get him legally. And as he well knows from, you know, the legal struggles he's had over the years with Kiss is that they can come and get you and really get you um, simple simple as that so you know may, maybe it, it's just not realistic to expect anything I mean you know I, I would interview him in a minute I would fly yeah. to, I would fly tomorrow with video camera and tripod in hand and sit down with him if mm-hmm. he if he did you know if he wanted to um, and give him full control over over the edit and all, all of that Um you know, it it would just be great to catch up with him and not get inside his head. I don't want to go there. You know, yeah. I I like to get inside his music. As simple as that. I yeah. you know, I'd like to talk to him creatively, um, even though I don't speak the language. And I'd be like that really bad guitar student who'd probably hit with a guitar by the end. Of, um, <laughs> sim, simple as that. I mean, I'm I'm not like Tim or Mark. You know, who really speak music and could talk to him mm. on on that level that he understands, but. You know, it, uh, it, it it would be just one, you know, cool to get him out there.
2: I'd love to hear
1: yeah,
2: him. I say, I really hope if anything, he's at least written down some stuff, even if it comes mm-hmm. after he, you know, passes, kind of a thing, just to see what happens. And, and I agree with you. Like, I'd love to just said, I'm really curious. Um, got to divert maybe too much the subject. Um, he signed those posters for the. Kiss World store that was going to be in Australia. Was there ever any discussion about the guy that went to go get those signs or who sent them, or whatnot? Because there was that photo, and then that was kind of it.
0: Um, probably Tommy. Con- mm-hmm.
2: probably, so. I think yeah. Probably might have been Tommy,
0: but no, no, I was just no, no, on no, that. But, but like anything else, they're probably being hoarded. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I, I was gonna say uh, yeah. If he, I'd like to hear his story. Really, whether he he does it in a, like you interviewing him, uh, just to tell his story. I mean, just I just want to hear it the whole whole freaking thing, you know, from the beginning. Uh, yeah. you know, write a book. I mean, yeah. I I there's hope something. he would write a book, you know. And uh, what's that, Julian? Oh,
0: there's an idea. Write a book. Ooh.
3: Write a book. I I believe um. Kiss fans would snatch it up. Uh, definitely. I mean, he's gonna dish the dirt i'm sure uh, what went on back then and and how everything went down between kiss and then his own band and the slaughter debacle and anything else you know uh, just you know go ahead write it tell your story i think uh, I, I would i would love to read it and, and see I, that
4: i think a vinnie vincent book would sell much better than a new vinnie vincent album would And I think KISS fans would be a lot more intrigued to go pick up the Vinnie Vincent autobiography because, and then then they would a new Vinnie Vincent album because I think KISS fans that, that, you know, you're saying, you know, I'd love the interview. I'd love for him to do an interview because that's the, that's the missing story from some years that are very curious to the band. And I think people would love to, Get some insight of what really happened with you know, with his input in Creatures of the Night, with Lick It Up, with Taking off the Makeup, with him leaving. Was he involved to some extent with Animal Eyes? You know, there, there's you know, how how did the Vinnie Vincent invasion implode upon itself? I think KISS fans would I think KISS fans would eat that up a whole lot more than they would a new Vinnie Vincent album, even though I would I'd like to hear more Vinnie Vincent music, I think that the book would be much more successful in
0: an album yeah and when you also add in you know kind of all the stuff that was missing from ace and peter's books particularly peter's and this was the one thing that really bugged me with his was you know the answers to yeah it'll be in the book it'll be in the book and then there's nothing about nothing (laughs) you know in the book is you know all of those side projects that i've mentioned you know getting Vinny's take on you know walking us through his life from his parents musical beginnings to his you know early beginnings in bridgeport uh, you know working through those bands i mentioned into hunter you know how how did he get on you know uh, connecticut recording studios that was paul lecca um you know who owned that? Who and he owned the Colgate ma- or whatever the mansion was that Ace recorded his solo album. And, I mean, mm-hmm. that was his studio that Vinny's working in in seventy four, seventy three. You know when he's a, a young guy. You know how how the hell do you get on a little Antony tour as a touring musician when you've done very little? You know th- th- there's just so much to say. Even the seventies before he mm-hmm. gets anywhere near yeah. Joni and Chachi and you know the songwriter. <laughs> Uh, for the shows, and you know, I still want to know why his name shows up in Falcon Crest's credits when I've got the every single season sitting over there, and I've slowly tried <laughs> to sit through them. Uh, yeah, that's the worst worst project I ever took on. Buying Falcon fun. Crest to try and find if there's any vinny related okay. music in there. Yeah, what I've done for the FAQ. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I said about I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, well, wow. yeah, that that simply is Wow, wow, wow. Felt so, like it is. so a Vinny autobiography would be a wonderful thing. Even so, okay. if it was batshit crazy delusional, you know. Well that's exactly
4: what it would be. Yeah. But it'd be fantastic. I mean you you think Peter Chris did some bitching in his autobiography. Man, there would be some bitching in that autobiography, there's no doubt about it. Just singing the some targets finger, and but... some and some finger pointing, man.
0: It would be ruthless, I think. Oh, I mean, Dana, Mark, Gene, and Paul. It would be ruthless. Oh, <laughs> and, and maybe some of the expo organizers in Europe. and Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and and that guy, that Kiss FAQ bastard who sent me a 50-page interview. Son of a
3: bitch. 50-page? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was edited, too. <laughs> Yeah, that that came back returned to sender. I still got that. <laughs> Re,
1: ref,
0: refuse surf you know, refuse service or whatever it was uh oh, scrolled on the front of that. So at least I tried. Wow. So alright, let's wrap it up. So that is uh Vinnie Vincent thirtieth anniversary of the invasion album. How time flies, I mean. Wow, I'm getting old. <laughs> Yeah, Ken laughs. Which, by the way, I've just noticed that I see something in your background today. Bravo. Yes. Right there. Yes. Yes. Very nice.
3: Very good book. I, I can finish reading it, and it's fantastic, thoroughly enjoyable, and uh, a lot of lot of interesting things I never knew
1: uh, about too. the Elder.
3: And, uh, you know, the one thing I wanted to ask about that real quick before we leave here is... Uh, The end of the Bob Ezrin, you know, interview um, It's kind of uh, ended abruptly
0: Yes, Um, it did
3: But um, (laughs) And I I don't know what the reasoning for that was But uh, It got to that one point where, you know, he says That's, you know, interesting or whatever he said at the end there And uh, I thought, huh, what happened? It's kind of like, is he going to reveal more in the future? Cliffhanger Yeah
0: yeah, who knows? There may be more. Who, who, who knows what is possible and what is not possible, you know? Yeah. But th- thank you for your kind words, obviously, uh, you know, Tim and I. Yeah, very appreciate good. It. We're nearly there. For everyone who's sick of our teasers and our <laughs> Facebook postings, you know, it's part of the process that, uh, you know, we're enjoying sharing some stuff as in the lead up to the publication of the book and it's you know just something fun and there'll be some other cool things coming down the pipeline before september the 16th so cool all right no other final thoughts alex thank you for staying awake you know i'm going to cancel that order for the kiss pillow for you because you you know on some earlier episodes you looked really tired and you're like dozing off Uh, okay uh ken thank you and lonnie thanks for taking you Good job. Well, thank you for
4: for taping, Julian. Actually, Thanks for backing up.
0: Um, real quick, real quick, before we go, I, I
4: talked about this last week, even though <coughs> nobody heard it, but people who were on the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, you could do it again now. Right, I can I can do it again. Um, it I started, true. and if anybody is interested, I posted on the sports section on the FAQ that I am starting a Kiss FAQ fantasy football league our draft is friday september 1st there's still a few spots available um it's a 10-person league it's free to do um i'd love to fill up there's three more spots remaining i'd love to fill up the last three and have to expand it so if you're interested in doing it it's through espn or you can direct message me on the faq and i can send you the link to get you hooked up so should be fun is Oops.
3: it the the la la kiss fantasy football <laughs>
4: That's a different type of fantasy football. Oh.
0: (laughs) That's where they really, really wanted to play football, but ended up playing at L.A. Kiss, right? There you go. Exactly. Go Las Vegas Raiders.
4: Yeah, did you see that today?
0: Shit. Wow, wow, wow. I could see a whole whole bunch in NorCal and SoCal. Because, obviously, it was, uh, wasn't it Los Angeles Raiders in the 80s? Ken? Yeah, Los Angeles. What, yeah. what, about, what, what if the Raiders move to St.
1: Louis?
4: We need a team. We could call them the, the River City Raiders. What do you guys think about that? You like that? Mm.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's see. Do you want to go to St. Louis or do you want to go to Las Vegas? <laughs> yeah. I'd like you to be the, uh, Las, Vegas to say, the Las Vegas Chips. What are you trying to say, I'm Las Vegas Chips. nothing. Nothing <laughs> whatsoever.
3: The Blackjacks.
0: Ooh, that. all right that's the end so thank you for listening to his ramble on and uh why don't you go and throw in your copy of invasion not in the garbage can into the cd player and give it a listen you know 30 years see how your opinion of it may have changed or not and uh you know share your thoughts with us on this topic on the faq message board or find us on facebook so uh you know, we appreciate you listening, and we appreciate you waiting for an extra week for an episode. So from Alex, from Ken, from Lonnie and myself, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.